and welcome to episode 1050 of The Sleeper in the Bust. It is Tuesday, May 10th. I'm your host, Paul Spore. Joined this afternoon by Justin Mason. Justin, good afternoon, sir. Good morning to you. <laughs> this is that part of the day <laughs> when we're in the opposites, or you know, the difference mm-hmm. uh, times of day there, because it is still morning. It's 11 a.m. over there, so I understand not getting a good afternoon greeting. We're going to talk some buyers selling hot streaks right now. Uh, we've talked to cuttable players the last couple times out. Got a few guys, you know, it's been, so it's been a little while since we've really dove in on, you know, hot streaks. So we're going to kind of tour the positions, look at a handful of guys and, and see where you're at with them. Are we picking them up in tens and twelves? These are guys that are most likely rostered in fifteens. So this is a little bit of a shallower league episode folks, but uh, stick around. We're talking about a lot of fun players. Let's start with Jonah Heim. Um, we talked about him uh, about three weeks ago, I believe, and he went on paternity leave, but also has continued to hit well uh, upon returning. Now he's got dad strength, so that kind of ups mm. his home run projection by like 70%, I think. Uh, since coming back, he, he does have a homer, and he's uh, you know four for 11, 14 point appearances. Problem is he doesn't play all the time. They're not committed necessarily to Garver at DH and Haim catching, I wish they would have a bit more commitment to that. It looks like he's mostly playing against lefties right now. Can you get on Jonah Heim in a one catcher format? Ooh, that's hard. Just not because he's not playing well and I don't think he can continue to play well. But in like a 10 team one catcher league, the lack of playing time becomes kind of an issue because you're yeah. trying to accumulate as many stats, obviously, in every format. But Top, top 10 so far. Real Muto, Varsho, Sean Murphy, Haim himself at four, Travis Darno, Wilson Contreras, Will Smith, Sal Perez, Austin Nola, Francisco Mejia. I think it That's kind of top 10. I think it kind of comes down to league or your team context. Um if you have a a few players who are platooning um, or aren't playing full time. I don't know that I want another player that's not going to play a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you that volume you know, will hurt the runs, yeah, derbies. the combination of the volume, right? Like uh-huh. if you if you've got, I don't know. I'm like uh, you know trying to think of a, a good example. A, a, a um, strong side platoon in San Francisco. Who any play giant? Against, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and any like you got two giants and Haim like. You know they they're good when they play, but they don't play. That will add up. Yeah, that, that I up. mean, even if your players are like collectively really good, you're still missing like a player when you've got volume three, matters. Yeah, you, when you got three guys who are platooning, um, and when, so that's something to analyze too, particularly in the shower formats where the waiver wires are going to be stronger. Make sure you're analyzing your volume output and not falling too far behind in that. And sometimes you consider giving up the better per plate appearance guy for a similarly talented, but plays more. So he gets maybe a little bit more exposed in his OPS, but much higher volume runs and ribbies guy. So I'm struggling to think of one off the top of my head. It would, it would be like a full timer who isn't quite as good as like Mike Yastrzemski is mm-hmm. on a per per at bat basis. But Mike Yastrzemski is not going to play against lefties. He's going to mm-hmm. miss that time. And if you've got multiples, if you have him and Jock and they're killing righties over the course of the season, that volume will, will catch up to you. Right now, Jock has 
been so good that he, yeah. he's running with the pack, but it will fall because he'll he'll have a week where he plays two games because they get they get five lefties or something. So yeah, Jonaheim is tough. I agree. It's team context. I like him though at catcher. Two catchers, he should be rostered in all of those. I hope that he is. If for some reason he's not, remedy that. I, I like him in all two catchers. He, he's doing everything right. I mean, yeah. he's making a lot of zone contact, especially for a catcher. Uh, he's hitting the ball hard. He's barreling it when he does hit it. Like he's doing everything he needs to do um, to kind of be a really good fantasy option if he were to get more playing time. But um, I think he he's borderline. I think he probably should be rostered in in ten team leagues. I don't know if your team is the one that needs to be rostered on that. Yeah, talked about that concept this, this morning about uh, Tyro Estrada in like a twelve teamer. Mm-hmm. His four steals and his 232, 238 average isn't that far off from like at league average. That's and he has two homers, Tyro Estrada. So that's pretty valuable. But is it valuable for everybody's team equally in a 12 teamer? Absolutely not. So I think and I think he's gonna way. run into some playing time issues as the Giants mm-hmm. start getting guys back. Because no doubt, one, no doubt. Once Longoria comes back, Wilmer's gotta play somewhere. Yes. So just an aside there on Tyro Estrada, because that same concept that mm-hmm. we always talk about, about, yeah, you are right. He should be off the wire, but you don't have the right cut. Uh, Eric Hosmer is somebody who is playing well, but there is no change to it. He's not even doing the 2020 thing where he faked like he was going to hit hit the ball in the air for a while. Um, he's It looks like a pretty standard heater. Um, I mean, he's you know a capable league average player. Uh, you know, a one month heater here and there is not terribly surprising. He's on fire, but what do you think about Eric Hosmer? Does he need to be rostered right now with three homers, 18 ribbies, 11 runs, and a 350 average in 113 plate appearances? Um, it's amazing a guy with this kind of heater only has three home runs. Um, part of that is the context of the league, though. Yeah, and it's the fact that he does not hit. He's got yeah. like a his launch angle is five degrees, fifty eight percent ground ball rate too. So yeah, yeah. no, it, he's part of it too. But he he would probably have like five in a normal context on a heater like this. He's probably been robbing like two homers from some squish balls or something. Yeah, but he's the, um, he's the tenth ranked first baseman on the season in the ESPN player Raider. That feels like the ceiling though. Like I I agree. I mean, like, I, I I guess you need to ride it. I guess you can ride it for now, but like I, I feel like this could all fall apart. Like right now, he's just hitting ground balls that are finding the hole. Um, that's not going to last forever. Did you see his defensive play last night? Oh, was it sick or terrible? It was awful, awful. It was what like happened? it was it was like I don't want to call it a routine ground ball from, from like uh, from either third or a third or shortstop, but. Like for him, it should have been routine, right? You you put one foot on the bag on the inside of the bag and you reach out. For yeah. some reason, he was on the outside of the bag. The ball was not hit towards him at all. Like so there was he no just, reason. He messed up he, his footing. He was completely out of position. It cost them a oh, run. No, because he missed. He then missed the throw because Oof. he was getting tangled up with the runner and like um, it tough. was. I have no idea what was going on there, but yeah, um, I, that's, that is brutal. Um, so that that's Eric Hosmer and always lauded for his defense. And it's like, it's not bad, but the metrics have never really borne out that he's like an elite defender. So I don't know. He's I mean, an he elite was, person is what it is, right? That's he's no, he, he, he's just, he, he I wouldn't say he's well a clubhouse liked. guy, but he's a, he, he's an elite person. He is well liked. 
So, I not not by so. us, not by us. No, not a fan. Um, I think he is, or maybe he's just one of those guys that talks to everyone, doesn't really care that everyone thinks he's a D bag or something. I don't know. I don't want to cast Spurs. Actually, I do. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> he was shit. Uh, yeah. you know. I, I, I guess we have to assess his fantasy value fairly, even though we're not particularly huge fans. Like, seriously, though, like he's he's crushing. Do you, do you have to pick up Eric Osmond right now? Should he already be rostered? He probably should be rostered. Um, unless I've got, I mean, I'm probably not picking him up unless I have like a truly atrocious okay. first base situation. Like, if you're He's in a redraft, at ESPN, so he is pretty rostered. My bad. I, I still included him. I'm glad I still included him just to talk about where it's going to go from here. But he is. I would well if, if you have him, I would try to sell high on him. Like I would see what I could get. Yeah, um, packaging with somebody else. Yeah, and, and, and consolidate to- your talent. Yeah, try to get an upgrade somewhere else, or maybe like try and go and get a struggling pitcher or something like that. Yeah, um, because uh, this this can only end the way it always ends, which is in disappointment. I think that's true with Hosmer. I'm just I'm just not really seeing it. What about Brandon Drury? It was a big pickup this past weekend in the NFBC um, because he's been out of his mind and he plays everywhere. Uh, you're talking about second, third outfield eligibility, throw in middle and and corner there, and that's really, really huge for Brandon Drury. But he's only 20% in ESPN leagues. Is he a shallow league player? He's batting second every day for Cincinnati, tearing the cover off the ball right now, hitting another homer on Monday night. Is Drury starting to dip down into t- 10s and 12s, or is he really just that perfect 15-teamer? This feels like a humble brag because – my boy here was aggressive on Brandon Drury, and you had people all over the industry yelling at you on Twitter over it. Um, Let's go. So you went out and got Brandon hey. Drury, I think, in both your main seven. Yeah, we, we got him. Um, that was the target. Like, it's, I don't even believe he's going to hold at this level. Nobody does. But what about league average for 400 more plate appearances for 57 bucks? Yeah, I mean, all day qualifying at five spots. Like he's a great Swiss Army knife. If he stays healthy, I, I think it's going to be perfectly capable. Or do you think this is a heater where he goes back down to a seventy OPS plus, like he had in twenty nineteen? I don't think do he's going to go Drew? back. I don't think he's going to go back down. Drew is a guy I've always loved. Like I was a big Drury guy. He never panned out in Toronto. Um, or a camera where I'll see Arizona where it started. Yeah, Arizona. He had um, a few decent seasons where it's like, okay, yeah, here he comes, here he comes, and then it never popped. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, at the moment, Cincinnati is an absolute mess, and not just from like a wins loss perspective, mm-hmm. but from an IL perspective. They have True. Joey Votto on the IL, uh, Jonathan India, Mike Mustakis went on yesterday, Jose Barrero. Uh, Donovan Solano, Jake Fraley, and Nick Senzel. Yeah. Um, sure. I mean, their offense, they have, a, they have almost a full offense on the IL right now. Um, at some point, those guys will be back. And True. so I think he could run into playing time, especially because India's going to play playing, every day. Not just playing like this. India's not going to be back for a while. So I think second's open for a while, but he's been playing third. He's better than Moustakis right now. Easily. Yeah, but Musakis is getting paid more, and they want to try to move him, and so they're going to give him they're that. Not going to be able to move most. I think if he continues to do what he's doing, they're going to be forced to find a spot for him. It may not be at one spot, 
Um, yeah. And there are really good signs. He's hitting the ball hard. He's making good zone contact. He's swinging outside the zone less than he has in his career. Yeah, Dr- like Drury is slamming the ball. Yeah, but there's a seeing, lot of reasons to be encouraged. Yeah, and but I'm like, again, I don't even need it to be at a 157 clip. I take a 107 WRC plus the rest of the way. I think the playing time will be there because he plays everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because he can go second, third to a corner outfield. You know, Fam is somebody I, I really see getting traded. Um, that would open up left field. Again, I think he's better than Moose right now. And if he's playing at a at a strong clip like this, then Drury's going to play over Moose. I believe that. So fifty seven bucks, it's already starting to pay off with the with the home. It, yeah, it, can't, I mean, hurt, it can't hurt too bad. You though, you put you you giving me some shine. You were the uh, money bags. You said I got, uh, I got I got moves to make for this pitching I, staff. I got aggressive. Yeah, I mean, I I talked us through what you did. Take a little interlude um, here and talk about the three big ads you had. One of which already started paying dividends yesterday with a big start, Tyler Wells. Yeah, I um I got tired of getting up in. We have we have a really aggressive league in Fab, and yeah, we do. I was um and my offense is pretty good. My pitching has been kind of up and down, um and so I just said, hey, I'm gonna cut off the back half of this uh, <laughs> pitching roster and and go get some guys. Um, and I picked up uh, in that league. I picked up Josh Winder, Tyler Wells, and I believe Nick Pavetta too, right? In that one. Right. Um, yeah. And I was aggressive on all three. Uh, I think fifty-seven bucks on both Pavetta and Wells, and one hundred and seventy-one dollars on Winder. Um, it, they were overbids, obviously. Um, you know, I, I think Winder second, the second highest bid was ninety-one. Ninety-one, yeah. Um, and. I think they're the in the twenties and thirties for the other guys. Well, there was um, fifty six for both your wins, twenty seven and twenty three. I don't know. That one is like that's you're securing the the guy there. Obviously, you a, went ham on Winder, but I, I I don't know. I don't hate it. I really don't. I really like him, man. And I think he's going to force his way into continuing to stay with them. How, how mean, are they going to move can, on from him right now? Can well considering what Bailey Ober's on the IL. He's on the uh, IL. Paddock just hurt his elbow. Um, and Bundy was on the COVID IL and pitching terribly. Yeah, and Archer's really only going four innings. Maybe he should be moved to the bullpen to go three, four. I don't know. Honestly, I think think Minnesota needs to. I think Minnesota needs to go get another arm on top of that. I I still think Montas would be a great pickup for them. So yeah. So from that end, like I get it. I'm you. You know, it's too high because obviously the second was was here. I wanted to make sure I was getting him exactly, and I don't think that that's always a, a problem necessarily of course you'd like it to be lower but you had it you had the thing like what's gonna hurt more quote-unquote wasting 80 dollars like being being 82 mm-hmm. high or missing out on him and it was the 80 80 dollar or the, missing out on him was gonna piss you I'm, off more so you went i'm and got surprised your guy. i'm surprised nobody else went triple digits I really I, I couldn't believe it either i didn't need the pitching hitting was my focus caprillion on the cheap uh, i missed on a bunch of hitters in fact because uh, the guys I thought were going to go low, like Royce Lewis, did not. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I put in for Strider and and Winder, but uh, I, I actually I think it's Winder, like Sidewinder. Winder. I put in for both, but I was in the high 80s just because I didn't need mm-hmm. pitching that much. And I thought that Winder's backup would have been over 100 as well. I was surprised yeah. it was only 91 because he's looked but amazing. He's looked fantastic. And I mean, obviously, it's going to be some regression, but I mean, he's got the makeup of a guy who can actually keep this going. You know, he gets strikeouts. Uh, he doesn't walk guys. 
the question becomes as things warm up, uh, if MLB does mess with the ball again, like does sure. he give up more home runs? Um, but maybe, but he then he'll fit in with Ober and Ryan as like a yeah. badass strikeout guy, no walks and a few sure. homers. Yeah, but there's exactly. solo shots. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, you know, it was a nice little bolster to my rotation. Wells, you know, I don't know how long Wells can keep this up either. He's another one of these guys. If he, I like him, man, I think he's, I think he's legit actually. If, I think he's somewhat legitimate. Uh, what I do worry about is like he has not gotten all that velocity that we saw when he was in the pen bank. True. Um, if he were to gain that as the season goes on, we do see guys get stronger as the year goes on. Then mm-hmm. potentially he could be one of those guys uh, that becomes uh, um, really, really good, um, like takes another step. But I mean, Baltimore, man, Camden is playing like a massive pitcher. It's crazy, it's dude. Unreal. I don't think they ran the tests on that wall, or maybe this uh, is what they wanted. But oh my god, they completely changed the complexion of that park at least early on. A few more will start to carry as it heats up, but man, it's still going to play as a, mm-hmm. as a better pitcher's park than it's ever played before all right let's get back to the uh hot streaks here and if we're buying or not andres is a guy you've definitely liked for the past couple of years here i think you were buying back in even this year he looks excellent so far three homers two steals even two triples and four doubles just a bunch of extra base hits 351 363 571 for the 23 year old jimenez are we seeing the beginning of something here or is this a hot streak that will have another huge cold streak where are you at on jimenez uh, about a month into his season, 80 plate appearances of quality work so far. Oh, I mean, he's clearly not going to do what he's doing right now. Um, but what he's doing is kind of supported by the underlying numbers. Um, so you're going to go on record and say a 414 Babbitt isn't going to hold. Wow. No, I don't think so. That's like, a take, bro. He's in like 350 something, right? 351. His, yeah. his XBA is 301. So it's definitely some regression yeah. uh, coming. Um, I think he's probably like a 275, 280 kind of hitter. Um, That's really with, excellent, though. In yeah, with, game especially. With low double-digit home runs um, and stolen bases. Uh, I don't think he's going to like develop this huge kind of power stroke or anything like that. I think his main value is uh, batting average and uh, stolen bases. Uh, on the plus side... Um, his defense has been really good and much, much better than a Med Rosario who's looked atrocious defensively. Oh my goodness. And, yes. It's um, been really tough. Uh, which is weird because I mean coming up, Rosario is supposed to be like a really he good glove. Um, yeah. so I, I think yeah, it's it's definitely gonna slow down, but I think he is a must roster in, in all formats if, if he's available. Um, and he's not a guy I would try to sell high on right now. He's actually a guy I wouldn't mind buying. Um, at, at current market value. Yeah, Jimenez has some some breakout upside. Andres Jimenez with Cleveland, second and short eligibility, just 16% at ESPN. What if you don't use a middle? Is there is there room for him on, on a 10 or 12-teamer if you're not using a middle or a corner? I think so. I do. I, 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 I think he, so. Not that he qualifies a corner, but usually if you don't have one, you don't have the other. So I just wanted to close the loop there. Sorry. Right now, batting average is so hard to get. And for sure. Getting a guy like Jimenez, um, who can give you that and isn't like an empty, like, you know, batting average, uh, you know, can, you know, offer stolen bases, which is one of the other hard things to get right now. Really, all offensive categories are hard to get. It's if you're off. 
if you have a great offense right now, holy crap, you got to be feeling so damn yeah. good about where you stand. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let's think Andres Jimenez or Chris Taylor. I'm going to go Jimenez. Taylor's really struggling and got hurt last night, though. I think he's supposed to be okay. I think he's just a bone bruise. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but, yeah, Taylor is not looking. He's he's looked like the end of his year self last year, which was not good, right? He, yeah. And a lot of what he did last year was kind of buoyed by the first half. And so um, Danielle, Danielle's got Taylor on her TGFBI team. She goes, can I drop him? Can I drop him? I don't know that you want to drop him, but well, – I, um, I would hold – you've got to probably have a better cut still because mm -hmm. you got a homer. She doesn't. She doesn't. That's the problem. Her good. team is – ridiculously he's, he's good. actually it's, still been above average he's at 256 yeah. with a with a 106 ops plus so he's like actually been okay but fabapalooza she didn't put any bids in because she's like nobody on the waiver wire is better than what i have that's a great position to be in in a 15 team league that's i'm so nice. effing jealous <laughs> by the way um taylor has struck out in 50 percent of his last 49 plate appearances that's where the panic comes from. So if you're looking at, he got off to a really fast start again, and he's been cratering, and he's got multi-K games coming out the wazoo, Chris Taylor does. So be careful. I can I wonder if, the switch, especially if you need the speed. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I wonder if the Dodgers, even though it, like you know, there's nothing that's really structurally wrong with his knee after uh, fouling a ball off of it, um, just put him on the IL just to kind of give him a chance Breather. to get him the head straight. Yeah. yeah. What about Andres Jimenez or... Eduardo Escobar, who's trending at 40th right now on the player radar. Yeah, I, I I think I would 40th overall. 40th at no, second base, pardon Oh, me. yeah, no. I think you move on from right now. I, I was not a Escobar this is 10 guy. 10-12 team uh, context, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I was not an Escobar guy coming into the season, so I have no problem moving on uh, from him. What about Kike Hernandez? He's down there in that range as well. He's been struggling. Yeah, I mean, and I think he needs to play. Otherwise, they're going to have a reason to call Jaron Duran back um, up. Uh, you know, he's he's not leading off as much anymore. So, yeah, I think I'd make that move as well. Yeah, he's been really rough, and he never really brings speed anyway, does Kike mm -hmm. Hernandez. So if you need the speed, I think Andre Jimenez easily uh, over – Andre Jimenez easily over Kike Hernandez. What about Joey Wendell? This one might have a little bit more deep league appeal because uh, – well, it kind of maybe 15s he's probably picked up because he also has a bunch of positions. Yeah, he's available in 12s, um, including some OCs, but then obviously shower formats as well. Joey Wendell's been playing pretty well lately, and I wonder if you think there's anything there. He has four steals already on the season. That's what really stood out to me and why I thought he was worth mentioning. He is eighth at third base on the player radar. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to bring up his my computer decided to want to move slowly interestingly he he's playing really regularly um you know my big fear of him coming in the season was he was gonna platoon uh but, but wouldn't he strong side platoon by the way yeah. i've been bouncing between player raiders espns and rasballs and i'm sorry i i will specify i'm going rasballs the rest of the way uh he's 18th at third base on on that player raider um they, they calculate differently. I don't know the exact mm -hmm. differences. I like the Rasball one better. Wendell, 18th right now, which is still pretty good, though. And he qualifies yeah, yeah. it short. He's got corner middle as well. Four steals, 12-team viable with Joey Wendell. 
I think he is right now. Um, I mean, he's playing pretty close every day. Uh, yeah, occasional know, lefty he'll sit. Yeah, gets ex, you know extra day off because he's a, you know a little bit older than a lot of the other guys on that Marlins team. Um, but he is uh, he's making a lot of contact though. A lot of it's on the ground, so like I don't see a lot of power growth here. His launch angle is 0.5 degrees right now. Um, so that's that's not great but he is hitting the ball hard uh this definitely has some eric hosmer-ish feel to it um speed that's that's what i like about yeah but they're letting him run which is great um and They're, they're usually kind of a running team he's had some double digits in the past can wendell get 15 more from here forward if he stays healthy if he stays healthy I, I'd say at least 10 more. Um, uh, I don't know. 15 feels maybe like it's pushing a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, he also is multi-positional eligible, which is always great. Um, yeah, I think and, I... And the opposite. It's corner and middle, too. So it's four mm-hmm. positions for Wendell. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I would pick up Wendell in 12s and at least ride the hot streak. I mean, you know, when, when you've got like a 58 percent ground ball percentage which is i think what i saw yeah 58.5 yeah. you know some of those some of those Things rocks going on the well. ground yeah some of those rocks on the ground are going to get eaten up by by good infield defenses uh but um for right now like his xba is like 20 points higher than his actual ba so like so, there's okay some... so maybe he hasn't been lucky because i'm looking at 297 babbitt he's on the ground yeah. a lot like you said with with wendell but maybe there's even a heater to push this into 300 average territory he's only mm-hmm. hitting 270 which is good i don't want to say only but um he's been he's been hot of late but on the season like it's still like i don't know i like joey wendell he's a good player he's always been a plus bat outside of the 75 game sample in 2019 if they're letting him run like this, we've seen eight each of the last three seasons with a varied amount of playing time, 263, 184, and 501 plate appearances for Wendell. Um, I think we're at least getting 10 more. I like this. If he stays healthy, and that is a big if, that's been a problem for Wendell, but if he stays healthy, I think he's going to be a, a sneak double-double. I think he'll I think, get to the 10 homers. I think the only problem, not the only problem, but I think the – the long-term problem with Wendell is I think he's likely a trade candidate. Um, That's fair. And, and if, if he, he gets ends traded up into traded, a platoon. Yeah, into a platoon or as a, a reserve um, on, on a, a really point. good team. So if you have like a pickups limit, he may be someone you want to fade a little bit. Um, with, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to burn a pickup if you only have, you know, 30 or 40 pickups in a year. And then, you know, get to the trade deadline, and now he's only playing halftime or less. So, um, I, I in other leagues, though, especially 10s and 12s, where you're burning your roster, churning and burning your roster anyways, yeah, pick it up, ride it, see how long it goes. Maybe it's something that ends up, um, you know, continuing Being to bigger. go on. And especially in daily moves formats, he's great because that flexibility covers for other guys on days off. So, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do, I do like him as a pickup right now, uh, at least for the short short term, next few months. We talked about Alec Bohm a few weeks ago, and um, he has done nothing to slow down since then. He is now the 11th third baseman on the season. Since the last time we spoke about him on the show, he's at 319, 364, 26 with a homer and a steal. That's a 14-14 pace. Nothing crazy there. It's the 319 average. 
uh, the eight runs that are really driving Bohm's value right now, that'd be a 108 run pace there, just to give you an idea of what eight runs in a 50 plate appearance sample does. But he's been great. Um, and I'm wondering, should Alec Bohm be universally rostered? He's 41% at ESPN. He's just out there. Is Alec Bohm under rostered or is there not enough category juice here? Yeah, that's the hard part. It's kind of empty batting average. Um, and I don't know how well he can keep that elite batting average up for. Like, he doesn't have, it's just like... hard in general. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have great zone contact numbers or anything like that. He's, you know, balls are finding holes. Um, he's hitting the ball hard. Problem is it's on the ground. Like, I think he he's just one of those guys that needs a swing tweak. But, like, we've been saying that with Yandy Diaz for, like, what feels like a generation. And... Yep. Um, and it's never come through. I mean, Eric Hosmer, right? Same type of thing. Yeah. Like he needs to change the launch angle. It, it's, not, it's not that easy, right? It, yeah. The bottom line is it's actually really hard to do that. Yeah. You've and, been ingrained usually, with these tactics for so long. And it usually, when it does happen, it often comes with like huge strikeout rates. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think he's pick up a bull, but I don't know that he's at the top. Like I'd I think I'd rather have Wendell. I'd rather have Wendell. I'd rather have Drury. Yeah, definitely Drury. I, th I think one for one, like position aside, I'd rather have Jimenez. Oh yeah, for sure. Because yeah, Jimenez at least so. is going to steal bases, right? You know, yeah. I, mean, um, I like Baum. I, I root for him, but I do too. Like I, I was a big fan of his. Yeah, I was a big fan of his coming in last year, which obviously didn't pan out. But yeah, we both um, liked him, uh, and I was willing to kind of buy back on on, on the uh, you know discount this year. But until we see him start lifting the ball, it's even just a little bit. Like if he can just get his launch angle like to double digits, um, like that would be huge for him. Especially but I just park. I think I, I think it's it still there long term. Um, I don't know if it's there this year. He's pacing for 12 homers. I, I see probably about 15. He is going to be 26 next year, though, too. So it's not like there's tons of years of growth on Alec Bohm. Fits that hole, probably needs to be rostered in more 10s and 12s. Might not mm -hmm. be your squad. You might be in Danielle's situation where you're too good. You're too damn good. So uh, that might be where you're at. And that's a good spot to be in. It feels weird, I will admit, because I've been there, too, where you look and you're like, I don't have a cut. Am I being too too protective of these guys or do i really not have a cut and sometimes you just don't have a cut and then you don't participate in the fab that week uh, all right next up is josh naylor of course we had to talk about josh naylor he popped off last night uh, that was an amazing game did you see him going absolutely ham after? yeah i love yeah, it, it was, he's like uh, i want all the smoke what a what a sick phrase um Two homers, eight ribbies. That's going to do a number. That moved him up to 17th uh, among outfielders at the Rasball Player Raider. Now, I will say, he didn't make all of his numbers from this game. Don't think that, like, if you remove these numbers, his OPS goes down to 600. He was at 804, Josh Naylor was, uh, with a 317 average. He moved it to 943 with a 338 average. So he went from good to great with that one game. Yeah. How are we feeling about Josh Naylor? I think we know. I've been pretty clear about how big a fan I am. So where do you currently stand on the Josh Naylor train? I feel like you've been a fan as well. Yeah. Uh, Shelly. Yeah. Shelly and I have him on our tag team league. Unfortunately, he was sitting on our bench last night, Oh, uh, which was brutal. Um, better than, better than someone in my Twitch chat who cut him. 
Oh, shower yeah. week. They just they. I think they had a pitcher coming back or something. Um, so my my favorite part about Josh Naylor is always the fact that. Uh, he stabbed a teammate once. Uh, I love to just bring that up every time we discuss him um, during and a prank. You see, you see last night's display, and maybe you're less And then surprised. he stabbed uh, Liam stabbed Hendricks in the heart. right in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, he's making fantastic zone contact right now, hitting the ball hard, getting the ball in the air. Um, Cleveland is not a place I'm worried about playing time if he continues to hit. I think there's nope. – um, a lot of reason to think that he will. Uh, yes. And if he can, like, upside here. yeah, I mean, he could legit be like a 30 homer guy with like a 280 batting average. Um, Correct. Like that's and, obviously everything goes right. Yeah, he stays healthy. That, that's the, the dream. But the projection mm-hmm. I think is like, what, like 16 to 18 more homers and a, and a 270 average? Yeah, I mean, Steamer and Depth Sharks both have him at 17 home runs with 270 batting average. Um, rest of the season. Uh, I'm getting in the mind of the, I'm projecting them before they can project me. I mean, the the, the really great thing is, You're I mean, he's always been a guy who doesn't strike out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he, That's he's what I liked about that, Naylor. Yeah, he's doing that again this year with a seven, uh, 13.7% strikeout rate. Um, not walking, but when you're making that much contact and it's good contact, things are going to go well. And Cleveland's a sneaky team right now. Like, I think, uh, some of us, including myself, are kind of burying them um, for for not spending money, but they're actually pretty decent. And uh, he's going to hit in the middle of that lineup as long as he continues to hit. And so, um, yeah, I like Naylor a lot. I think he's probably he's the top my of the list favorite. Yeah, my Absolutely. favorite of this group. Yeah. Absolutely, I tell you, um, Franmil getting out of his funk. If you mm-hmm. cut him, you might you might be going back. You might go back and get him because uh, mm-hmm. he's coming out of it. bunch of multi-hit games. Now, he was the fantasy GOAT yesterday. Goes 0 for 5 when they score 12 runs. So that's tough. And you probably think, oh, same old, same old. But uh-uh. Before that, he was on a six-game heater going 12 for 23 for uh, Fran Mill. So he's coming out of it. He's coming out of it. Um, I understand cutting him in a 10 and 12. Might be time to put, put Fran Mill back on the squad. But Josh Naylor is the top of this list for me. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I think he's got real breakout potential. I think even if he doesn't quite have a huge breakout year, I think what you can get as just kind of the – I mean, the projection is great. Everyone would take 17 and 273 off the wire right now, and I think he can beat that projection. Josh Naylor. Tommy Pham, talked about him earlier, possibly getting traded out. Remember, he came in and said, I'm about to get my numbers. That's why he went to Cincinnati. He picked a good park. And he's just trying to get his numbers. So he uh, he's getting them. He's got four homers, two steals, 17 runs, only nine ribbies. That's probably more based on his team. 234, 345, 415. Fam staying healthy right now and playing and beasting. How do you feel about him in more of the long term? Because I know, I know you've been a huge fam fan. Are you still a fam fan? And do you think he gets traded as well? Or, or do you think he gets stay in Cincy all year? 15 oh, questions, I, answer them all in order. Um, I am still a fam fam. Um, and I do think he gets traded out of Cincinnati. Uh, that being said, I, I think he will be like kind of a cheap option for a competing team that doesn't want to go over like luxury tax threshold or something like that. Correct. I, I would assume he would to continue, continue to play every day. Um, so, 
Uh, yeah, I guess I, it would like, depend exactly where he goes, but yeah, they would most likely be targeting him as a, a consistent yeah. player because that's what Fam is. Yeah, so um, I, yeah, I like him a lot. I mean, what he he was getting really unlucky, um, you know, a little bit just bad bit uh, bad luck um, uh, because he was hitting so many balls on the ground. So what did he do? He just decided to stop hitting so many balls on the ground, and he's hitting we'll more line. He's, yeah, he's hitting more line drives. Uh, and you know, a few more uh, fly balls, uh, but he's barreling the ball, he's making really good zone contact, um, and he's got speed, which I love. So, I mean, he's yes. you know, a potential five category player, uh, in a great ballpark until he gets traded. But, like, what contender has a ball, bad ballpark? Not yeah, many of them, true. Giants, and that's about it. Like, you know, so he hasn't even taken advantage of the park yet, he's hitting 647 OPS. Mm-hmm. At home, fam is so. Wait till he gets going in the home ball yeah. park. Then it's really mm-hmm. going to pop off to another level. I, I don't think the Giants are the team that's going to trade for him, considering all their you know uh, options oh, yeah. already. And then the other team that's a contender is St. Louis. No, they ain't. That has a bad no, ball park, and you know they're not, not trading for him either. Um, the Mets have a lot Mutual of outfielders. So there. yeah, I yeah. mean, I think wherever he ends up, it's probably going to be a good park. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I think I think Fam is uh, an easy. I think he's arguably a better pickup than Naylor um, because he's of the speed. The speed. Thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight percent rostered at ESPN. Certainly available. I'm still going to lean Naylor just because of his health profile. Uh, be, because of Fam's health profile. Not that Naylor, you know, broke his leg. Yeah, Na- yeah, Naylor has had that. some health he, issues throughout his career. He's not too. thirty-four. He's not thirty-four. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, that's I'm, but they're they're close. They're close. They're up there, and then Drury's right behind them. Um, that's that's the group I like. You mentioned your Giants and all the options they have. One guy, he only really plays against lefties, but he's killing so much that I wonder if Austin Slater might have enough viability. He's hit two seventy-five with two homers, two steals in sixty-one plate appearances. Is there anything here? Or is it just short side platoon hotness right now? I think it's just short side platoon hotness. Um, I mean, he's got talent, but he he's never going to play full time. Um, so, like, he's one of those Even guys. Even though he's be- hitting against righties this year, they're not they're not going to take that. Uh, let me see. Twenty four at bat sample seriously. No, they're not. I thought, um, I thought Farhan knew what he was doing. Unbelievable. He, he does. Oh, they're gonna. Uh, oh, he's probably gonna say a four thirty eight Babbitt is gonna regress. Okay, Farhan, if that is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm being stupid. Uh, he, I mean, he's Slater. been incredible. Um, yeah, especially kind of off off the bench and stuff like that, right? Um, uh, because he, he does come in to kind of replace guys defensively, um, or uh, you know, in pinch hit situations, uh, up against a lefty, but just. I, really, there are NL only, right? I think NL only, uh, unless you have really deep rosters, um, in daily moves where like you can't like uh, sure. deep benches where uh, yeah. you can like play a guy who's lefty, you know, or I mean, you know, I mean, this is the you know reason why like roster resource having that that prob that pitcher's probable page, uh, Broderick's got a great one too. Like, are there mm-hmm. these are really important to look at before you do your fab. Because you can go, hey, the Giants are facing five lefties this week. That means Slater's gonna get five games in. Maybe he's a guy streaming for the week. Bingo. Um, that's but, that's the way to do it with some. Or DFS like Slater. Yeah, DFS is also another good way. And I wanted to bring him up because I'm sure he pops up on a lot of people's wires when they sort by steals every week. You know, because he's always got like one or two. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if they're sorting for the, for the season, they're like okay, he's got 
Austin Slater, two steals. Is it worth it? Because all the other numbers are pretty good. He's just popped off against righties in a short sample. He's never really done that before. They're not going to entrust him to do that because they don't have to. And as such, it's difficult to pick him up outside of the scenarios that Justin outlined. And this week, they had a lefty yesterday, so he played against Gomber, and they get one more against Mats on Friday. It's two lefties, like he, you know. Yeah, he's going to get a few sprinkle at bats beyond that. So yeah, and he anyway. may not get a ton of sprinkle at bats beyond that either because they've gotten so many guys back, and they they're having a really like they haven't activated Longoria just because they don't oh want to make a roster move right now. Um, wow, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so all right, like, let's, let's let's rank them all. So, um. I think for me, it's Fam, Naylor, Drury. Um, oh, wait, no, 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 Jay, no. and then the rank. I'm, I'm going to put Jimenez in front of Drury, actually. Okay. Um, so Jimenez then. Uh, ooh, and actually put Jimenez in front of Naylor. <laughs> oh, and you don't have to um, You don't have to rank Heim because the catcher is just completely okay. Uh, then probably Wendell, Baum, Hosmer, and then Slater last. Then Slater last. Yeah, I think I think that that part's definitely right. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go Naylor, Jimenez, Drury, Fam. A little low on Fam. I think I think the health just terrifies me. Wendell. Boom, Hosmer, Slater, same as you at the end there. Okay, so that's how we rank those guys. They're available in a lot of shower formats. Um, the only one who wasn't, I think, uh, was Hosmer. Hosmer is up mm-hmm. there, but we rank, we ranked him low anyway. We're not really that big, yeah. fans, <laughs> big of fans of him anyway. I think he's the sell-high guy right now. Yeah, like exactly. So that, That's the guy if, if someone, are, someone, maybe someone lost Frank Schwindel, and you're like, here, this so, is like a better version of Frank Schwindel. Well, Schwindel's back, but he, he came back and yeah, struck out back. four times last night, so. Somebody's listening right now that has Hosmer in a uh-huh. league, yeah, where these guys are available. You're saying just cut Hosmer right now for these guys because I would all the guys I would, above him. yeah. I mean, if I would try and trade him if I can, sure, but, but if, if that's not, not an option, yeah, I, or, or if there's no worse cut, I'd be open to cutting Hosmer straight up for fam or uh, for fam, Naylor, uh, Wendell Jimenez for sure. You have two P sevens, by the way. I do. You, you, oh, you yeah. did Slater, yeah, Slater yeah. and Hosmer. My bad. Uh, I didn't um, want to rank anybody eight, man. I don't want. I don't yeah, want to I think to be last. I mean, I I think when you start talking about like Wendell Baum and Hosmer, um, they're all kind of doing the same thing. Um, yeah. So I think you can, you know, I I kind of put Wendell up there because the speed component and then exactly. I put bomb above Hosmer because it's a better ballpark. Yep. Um, and, a, and I think and a, a better lineup at the moment, you know, with Tati sure. still out. So, um, but like, I think you can make the argument that maybe Hosmer is better than those guys. That's or, true. That's true. Um, I think so, those three are together, but the four yeah, ahead of them, absolutely. I would easily oh, cut yeah. Hosmer for mm-hmm. easily for sure. Okay, cool. Well, we'll probably talk something similar about pitchers on Friday where we're talking about guys that are performing well lately. We'll do some check-ins, too, see how Paul Blackburn's been doing, Merrill Kelly. Spoiler alert, they're both doing pretty well. So uh, we'll we'll check in with that and see where we're at with them. But until then, Justin, have a good one. Oh, we will have a DraftKings if you're listening to this on Tuesday. I haven't created it yet, 
Uh, or wait, I did create it, but I didn't give you. You did create it. I think you give me a link. I just got to put it in the road right up. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Because I gave it to my stream. I wasn't sure if I if I clicked it your way yet. All right. Well, great talking with you. Talk to you later. Take it easy.